You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Jesus carries our pain is the title of this devotion. Or let's say, Jesus carries my pain. You see, all of us have pain in life. And I know there are seasons when it seems like we'll never have any pain, and then all of a sudden, it can just be there. You can all of a sudden go through the pain of relational issues, inward pain in your own soul. David, in Psalm 41, he says, Lord, heal my soul. He was in pain inwardly because some of the choices he had made weren't, weren't right. And he was inwardly in pain. And you can all of a sudden find yourself in pain in that way. You can have physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual, mental pain. And of course, especially when you lose a loved one, how painful that can be. And that usually comes in waves. In waves, it's called sorrow, it's called grief. And while that has a, a certain effect on us with Jesus, it can really work together for good, no matter what the pain may be. You see, Jesus is called a man of sorrows. That word sorrow is the word pain, man of pain. And look at the beauty of his person. So this is the emphasis of this devotion, because you see, when you mix pain with the love of the Heavenly Father, it produces this amazing grace, this amazing love and goodness. And it's really quite wonderful. And I want you to see that today. I remember Catherine Kuhlman. She does a little teaching. It's only about 15 minutes long. It's really so powerful. I love that little teaching where she teaches on Jeremiah 48, verse 11, about Moab being at ease and so forth. And then she talks about pain. And in that little teaching, she makes this statement, I walked a mile with pleasure, and she chatted all the way, but left me none the wiser for all she had to say. But then I walked with sorrow. And what I learned that day when sorrow walked with me. Sorrow is another word for pain. And Catherine Kuhlman, in that teaching, is trying to show us how when we go through pain and we offer that to the Heavenly Father, that pain, as a sweet sacrifice, as a sweet incense, how He, His love, comes into that pain as an open wound and causes not just healing for ourselves, but for others to flow. And I think that is so needed today when there are so many hurting people that there is a flow of healing, emotional healing, physical, mental healing, that there's this comfort. That is really what it is. Healing is actually comfort that we are comforted by that loving grace and spirit of our Father. 
So let me read to you from the New English translation, Isaiah 53, verse 3 and 4. We despised him, Isaiah 53, verse 3 and 4 and 5, from the New English translation. We despised him and rejected him. He endured suffering and pain. No one would even look at him. We ignored him as if he were nothing. But he endured the suffering that should have been ours, the pain that we should have borne. All the while we thought that his suffering was punishment sent by God. But because of our sin, he was wounded, beaten because of the evil we did. We were healed by the punishment he suffered and made whole, made whole by the blows he received. You know, it says there, <clears throat> no one would even look at him. We ignored him as if he were nothing. He endured the suffering that should have been ours, the pain that we should have borne. Rejection. Is, he was rejected, the New King James would say. Rejection is an unbearable pain to bear. The loneliness of having been rejected. And yet Jesus suffered the rejection. One dear lady who had been married for some 37 years, I think, or something between 30 and 37 years, I can't remember exactly, but a long time in other words. Her husband left her for a young lady and she was so wounded by the rejection as if the price she had paid to be with this man for so many years and to bear his children. It just, the pain was more than she could bear. And she cried out to the Lord and cried out to the Lord in her pain. You see, that's my main point today. When you give the pain as an offering to God, it's amazing what he gives in return. Because as he cried out to the Lord and said, Lord, he just left me. And Jesus said to her, they left me for Barabbas. They chose Barabbas over me. Barabbas, a murderer, a thief, a reviler, an extortioner. They chose Barabbas over me. And when the Lord Jesus spoke that into that pain, showing that he can sympathize with our failings and weaknesses and our hurts and pains, that he can sympathize, empathize, have empathy, there it is, for our pain, it immediately brought comfort. It brought comfort. And you see, the Lord wants to comfort you in your pain so that you may be empowered by him to comfort others. And I feel that this is so needed when the needs are so great all around us and there are so many precious people. I'm going to come back to this, how Jesus offered his pain to the Father in just a moment. But before I do... I want to read you something Jesus says in the night as he went to the 
upper room to have communion with his disciples and, and tell them that the sacrifice of himself was to offer his body for them and his blood for them. Take my, my, this bread, it is my body. Take this wine, it is my blood, and which is the new covenant, you know it. And just as he was on the way, he said to his disciples in John chapter 12, verse 26, and I'll read to you from the classic Amplified. If anyone serves me, he must continue to follow me, to cleave steadfastly to me to conform wholly to my example in living and, if need be, in dying. Whenever I, wherever I am, there my servant will be also. And if anyone serves me, my Father will honor him. Now, my soul is troubled and distressed. And what shall I say, Father? Save me from this hour of trial and agony. But it was for this very purpose that I have come to this hour, that I might undergo it. Rather, I will say, Father, glorify, honor, extol your own name. Then there came a voice out of the heaven saying, I have already glorified it, and I will glorify it again. And I want you to see the access point into this comfort into this love. The access point was that Jesus sought for the Father to be glorified. And dear friends, when you are in pain, and we all have it, offer it to God. You may say, yeah, but Pastor Robert, I just can't find the access point. When I'm in pain, it, it feels everything is closed off, everything is dead, I, I just can't get through. Say, Father, be glorified in this situation and you'll see the door open. You see, pain causes often confusion where well, we don't know what to think anymore. We don't know what to believe anymore. We, we don't know what to do anymore. We don't know what to say anymore. And, and often we can have contradictions within ourselves. On one side we believe and the other side we don't know what to believe when we do know what to believe, but that is often the nature of pain. It has confusion in it often. But this is how you clear away that confusion. This is how you clear away that, that the webs of confusion that, that hinders you from gaining access to that loving grace of your Father. That you say, Father, be glorified in this. Father, receive the glory. Receive the honor and the praise in this. Be exalted in this. That is what Jesus carried as his continual access to the Father. Even when he handed the bread to Judas, and the scripture says in the next chapter 13 of John, that when he handed the bread to Judas, Satan went into Judas. And Jesus said to Judas, what you must go do, go do it quickly. And he knew he was going to go to Cephas to betray him. And that in a few hours he would be there with swords and clubs to, to, to take Jesus forcefully. He knew that was coming. And then when Judas left the room to go betray him, Jesus said, Father, now you are going to receive all the glory in what you're able to accomplish in me. In other words, at the 
darkest moments, at the most hostile moments, at the most painful moments of rejection by Judas, one of his beloved disciples, the pain of rejection, Jesus opened the door to that comfort and grace from God by saying, Father, be glorified. Father, be hallowed. And I'll take you for a moment here to the next step. And it's in Ephesians chapter 5. Listen to this. Follow chapter 5 verse 1. Follow this the living Bible. God's example in everything you do just as a much loved child imitates his father. Be full of love for others. Follow the example of Christ who loved you and gave himself to God as a sacrifice to take away your sins. And God was pleased, for Christ's love for you was like sweet perfume to him. So you have three thoughts that I'm sharing with you in Jesus carries my pain. Jesus can sympathize with you. Jesus can sympathize. He's the man of sorrow, the man of pain. uh, You can Google it. A devotion I did called Man of Sorrows, and I think it would help you and bless you. And, and I've done that some months ago. I can't remember now how long ago. So number one, Jesus can sympathize. How do I get access into that sympathy, into that comfort that he gives in my pain? Father, be glorified. And then least, last but not least, stay in his love no matter what's the cause of the pain. You know, it says in the book of Acts that in his suffering, the sufferings of Christ, justice was denied him. When you suffer and it is unjust, it's cruel, it's mean, it is insensitive, it is painfully unfair, the rejection, like that dear lady that was in so much pain because after so many years of faithfulness in her marriage, her husband just left her for another girl. And she felt so rejected and and felt so trampled upon her commitment and devotion, how Jesus sympathized by saying, they chose Barabbas over me. And immediately she could feel his love. And you see, We cannot say we love God and then not love even those who hate us and bless those who curse us and pray for those from whom we suffer the pain. Love is expressed not just towards God, God's love, but towards our fellow man, God's love. And so I want to encourage you, abide in the Heavenly Father's love. Abide in His love. How do I do that? Father, be glorified. Father, I know you love me. Father, I know you love me. I trust in your love. And you begin to pray like this. And you begin to abide in his love. And you can, for example, read John 15, verse 9 through 13, where Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, I love you. You you have to abide in that love. Now, last but not least, two more thoughts in closing. 1 Peter chapter 2. For what credit... hmm, Let's start at verse 21, the next verse. 
of 1 Peter chapter 2. For to this you were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. Jesus showed the way. He made the way and shows the way. Jesus, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, when he had pain, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. The temptation to threaten is a payback. And when you pay back, you get more yourself. Jesus teaches about this in Luke chapter 6, starting at verse 36 through verse 38. And he says that if you pay people back for what they do to you, it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. So if you give back malice, if you give back vengeance, if you give back anger, if you give back because you're in pain and you're trying to stop the pain by hurting the other person, you will get more pain and more pain and more pain. And I want to encourage you, that is not God's way. That is not the way Jesus showed us into the comfort of the Father and the painful consequences of paying people back for what they've done to you, causing, wanting them to feel pain because you feel pain. That is evil. That is evil. It is evil. You're upset for what they did to you, so now you're going to do it to them. How can you be upset with them when you do the same or even worse? You may say, yeah, but what do I do with this pain? Don't put it back on the person from whom you received it. Give it to the Father. Give your pain to him who can sympathize. Give the one who says, Come, all you heavy laden and burdened unto me, and I will give rest to your soul. Give it to God, that pain. Give it to God, that pain. Come on. Give your pain to God and stop taking vengeance. Stop hurting the other person to somehow justify your own pain or somehow explain your own pain or somehow don't live out of pain. Worship the Father in your pain. Jesus committed it to him when he was in pain. He committed it to the Father and committing that pain to the Father was like sweet perfume. There was no vengeance in it. There was no malice in it. There was no vindictiveness in it. There was no no evil in it, no resentment. But he bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that having died to sins, we might live for righteousness by whom stripes were healed. Jesus gave us the example. So let me close with Colossians 3, verse 12 and 13. You will have heard me read this many times. I love this. Colossians 3, verse 12 and 13, Clothe yourselves, therefore, in body, as God's own chosen ones, His own picked representatives who are purified, holy, and well-beloved by God Himself by putting on behavior, marked by tender-hearted pity and mercy, kind feeling, lowly opinion of yourself, gentle ways, 
and patience, which is tireless and long-suffering that has the power to endure whatever comes with good temper. Be gentle, forbearing with one another, and if one has a difference, a grievance, a complaint against another, readily pardon each other. Even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, so you must also forgive. Now, come, take that pain to the one who can sympathize with you better than anybody else and trust him with it and let him bring into that pain or through that pain into you his sweet, loving grace and kindness. And you will look back on that time of pain in your life and say, you know, when I was in pain, I experienced grace I never understood, I never knew. I became richer than I could have ever imagined. And I gladly go the way of pain that I may know this love and grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good day.